the new in Nashville podcast with your host, Pacey, from 105.1 KNCI. Thank you so much for joining me, Stephanie Quayle. Hello. I love that last name, by the way. Thank you, it's real. How many times has... <laughs> actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of times people have quote-unquote stage names. Yeah, yeah. Legit. Uh, so how many times do people talk about, oh, the quail bird or quail eggs? All the time because our fan family is called the flock of quail. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, we have hand signals. Look. For those that can't see, Napoleon Dynamite did this in the movie with his hands, and then we stole it. It's like a little bird. It's exactly. Yeah, we have like like a handshake where you you know two hands make a bird. Really? Yeah. So instead of the bad (laughs) signal, we do all these things. (laughs) Instead of the bad signal, it's the quail signal. It is, and and you you know when we first like introduced it to the fan, we didn't we didn't know if it'd be awesome or lame, and uh, so yeah, it kind of it kind of took hold back in 2016, and ever since. Like sometimes it'll surprise me. Still, we had we were playing somewhere on the East Coast, and, and one of the fans in the very front row, like pulled out you know like the flying bird hand gesture, which is both hands, right? Nothing inappropriate here, <laughs> and it just blew my mind. It was so awesome. Yeah, isn't so. it cool to see what people will pick up on? I the reason I love speaking to people that are up and coming is because you're just starting to see the impact you have on For people, sure. and it's almost surprising yeah you know this is probably and i'm not saying you're not going to be humble but this is probably the 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 humblest part that you're going to be and i love that they would kick my butt if i was any other way (laughs) oh really okay good (laughs) yeah no i'm gonna hear what you're saying it's i mean i think like everything you know we've we've been at this for a long time and we're getting to see some real momentum and and the impact of the songs and the fans and radio and just everything and touring. And so we, we, you know, like last night we were at the, we were at the Opry, just like, holy shnikes. So you, you know? came in from the Opry from last night? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We just got here. <laughs> holy crap. Yeah. We played last night. That wasn't your, what am I looking for? The debut, was no, it? So we debuted last April. And so this was our sixth performance. Really? Yeah. yeah. So how crazy and exciting is that to to that you've been you've performed at the opry six times it's stupendous that's the word it's like it's beyond it's completely beyond and i think for all of us we were all you know just kind of all it took us all but i just kind of like man this is the magnitude of it also i mean it's dolly's week of her you know 50th anniversary as a member right so just to be able to be a part of that was ridiculously huge and then just to see them really you know want us there and uh, at one point they said, well, how does it feel to be you know, part of the Opry family? I'm like, what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're part of the Opry out. family. Yeah, it's, it's cool. And I, from what I understand, uh, the dressing room. Yeah. Is the same one that every single person that's been debuted into the Grand Ole Opry has Absolutely. used. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, yeah, once you debut at the Opry, like you only get that room that one time. And then, you know, every every performance will be a different room. So it was really cool last night was we were in uh, the room that's called It All Starts With The Song, All Begins With The Song. Mm-hmm. And we played a brand new song last night that just acoustic, you know, guitar and vocal. And so you just, it's just, there's just a lot of goodness in that building. You know, it's like, I mean, it is, it is the end all when it comes to, you know, stages and country music. Yeah. So, were yeah. you able to, have you met Dolly yet? I have not met her yet. Oh. But I have, I have a, um, a letter from her. On pink paper, and this is what's so funny. It's in pink paper, and her logo's in, like, fuchsia. 
So it's like a two-tone pink situation. Yeah. So, so you know, as we're getting ready to do the dolly week, you know, I'm like, let's just go all out. So the guys wore pink suits last oh, night. Oh, awesome. And they're they're the best. And uh, I'm wearing, you know, this this very dolly-esque dress, like pink and fun. And as we're walking out the door last night to head to the Opry, I looked at the letter. I'm like, the letter match it. Like, we matched the letter. I'm bringing the letter. So I brought the framed letter with me <laughs> under so cool. my arm. And we had it in the dressing room. It's it's very cool. She's, I mean, she. I've never met her either. It's been one of my dreams. I'm not gonna lie. Even when I go to like Las Vegas, her dolly slot machines. Yeah, are, every time are my favorites. Yes. <laughs> See, I knew I liked you <laughs> because we could both gamble, yeah. or we well, both the, like dolly. The dolly, the dolly slot. I mean, yeah. Every time I will go take pictures of you, like ding. Yeah. I know, and and it's cool because you can have her songs like yeah. on on uh, repeat and everything. So let me ask you this: yes. You were newly inducted as a member of the CMT's Next Women of Country class of 2019. How cool is that? So the pressure is it on? I really love pressure. Good. I because uh, you're going to be in a, under a lot of it. Yeah, in the I, next couple I, of years. I love pressure. I, I take it so seriously. You know, I don't take myself too seriously, but when it comes to you know, living up to that and making sure that we're always providing the fans with like the best experience and the best music. That's, I love it. I love yeah. It. And it's, I mean, the women in our class and the classes before, I mean, they're extraordinary. So it's a really, it's the camaraderie and community is awesome. Do you feel like you're competing against the other women in your class? Not at all. I'm just competing against myself. Yeah. yeah. Good. Wow, you're like very intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a couple cups of coffee today. Okay, good. Because <laughs> you know? the thing is, I believe in country, there's so much room for growth with women in oh, the yeah. industry. Completely. And so that's why I think it's it's very great that you don't feel like you have to compete against other women because there's not like, oh, there's three slots for women and 68 slots for men in country. Yeah. I attribute um, – well, here's my – here's my. I don't know if it's an analogy, but I when I – the only – the one time I ran a marathon, right? <laughs> it'll never happen again. I've never, so uh, I don't know so what that feeling is. the one time I ran a marathon, I was running, and people were passing me left and right because I had no business, A, running a marathon. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to do it once. Yeah. And I remember when I turned my head to the side to see who was passing me, it slowed me down. Oh. And so it was such a moment for me. And I'm like, you know what? I just got to stay focused. Everyone, everyone has, there's room for everyone. Everyone has their own lane. Just, just stay focused and keep going. And, yeah. and it is, I mean, the music business is a marathon. It's not a sprint and it takes the time it takes. So I don't know. I always think about that. Like, it's good to know what's going on, mm-hmm. but to not let it like, you know, take you off track. So. Absolutely. And and it's good that you say that, that every country musician, really any musician, but country in specific has their own lane. Cause I just watched this interview with Maren Morris yeah. and she's had the most bizarre line sure. of getting to the top of country, you know, because right. when Zed, when she came out with that song with Zed, she probably never really thought even about going into pop, right. you know? Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. And I forget what it, what the phrasing was, but it's the thing where you continue to try because a, if you quit there, then you have wasted all that time sure. that you spent trying. Sure. And then you never know because that next day could be where you completely just break out. Yeah. You know, isn't, isn't it an, a Lincoln quote that like, if you, it's like the last mile. I think like so. Yeah. You, right. You know, it's like, what if, 
We both sound only, so intelligent right now. I know we sound so <laughs> smart, but no, it's true. You yeah. know, I think that it's not like it's not one thing. It's so many steps that compound, and you know, you have to be prepared for luck. Like that's one of my favorite Liza Minnelli quotes ever. Yes, <laughs> it's, yes. You know, it's, it's you do. You have to be prepared and and you know enjoy it because that's think. the thing. Um, is is luck is not all about just being lucky. No, you know, a lot of people have to work to be prepared for that oh, luck. Completely. Completely. Absolutely. Yeah. Can can we talk about um your your last single? I was obsessed with that song. If I was a cowboy. Exactly. I love that you're obsessed with that song. Me too. I loved it. And the yeah. and the video was so um I love it when it tells a story. Yeah. You know, and I love when the you know the video essentially tells a story sure. of the song. So how personal was that to you? Because I, I feel like it it was a very personal song. Yes. So did that did all that happen to you? Yes. Forms of it, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so, you know, growing up in Montana, the cowboy state of mind was just, you were, you're pretty much, you're born with it. Right. You know, like, you're, you fall into it because if you, you know, we're on a farm, we're on a ranch, we're doing all these things, it's like, it's the cowboy, you know, lifestyle and state, state of mind. So, for me, it's more of a, you know, you got to get back up on that horse. Mm-hmm. And so, when I heard if I was a cowboy for the first time, I mean, off the title alone, I was in. I was like, yeah. this is this is my world, you know. Because uh, essentially, list- it's kind of it's kind of like a woman living in a man's world. Well, and it's also saying like, you know, I I I wish I could move on, but I'm having a hard time moving on right now. Yeah, and you know, absolutely, man. When it gets to that part about, you know, he said he he'd never marry, so he'd go and set him free, Mister. I ain't getting married. Just didn't want to marry me. Right. Like, yep. Check. Felt that. Been through that. <laughs> know that. But you know, that's it's they're moments. They're not. They're, they're defining moments in our lives, but they don't define us, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just I just loved everything about that song. And then taking it home and shooting it, you know, at our place with our family members, horses, friends, like <laughs> at our friend's bar, the old saloon with the swinging doors, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, it makes it very personal. And, uh, you know, my really good friend portrays my, my dad in it. I just loved that. That con- like I wanted people to walk away going, I want to be stronger and have that cowboy state of mind. Because how many it. times were you in a relationship or business or personal, where you like let your emotions stay too long, or maybe you stayed too long in a relationship, or you know, you know, it's just it's that's that's to- actually my my me buying stocks. I stay too long in stocks. Oh just, yeah, you know, see, I lose all my money. So yeah, see, I don't I don't know how to do that. <laughs> that, that, I, that. I don't invest in things I don't understand. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what happens thing. to the person that's if someone's gaining is someone else, like I don't I can't I can't do it. But that's the thing; it yeah. can be very symbolic because that, that's my life. I stay emotionally too yeah. long yeah. into things I shouldn't. I stay in stocks yeah. too long. Yeah. Um, hey, when I should. There you go. So now you're going to put on that cowboy hat when you're watching your stocks. You're exactly. Like, Not today, friends. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> I lose everything in every part of my life. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, so we were talking actually off the air about you're, you're from Montana. Yes. Um, and we were talking about football. Yeah. And you guys don't have, do you guys have any, any sports teams at all? No, no. <laughs> I mean, we have, you know, like, I think we have AAA, maybe baseball. Okay. I mean, but we no have, professional. Yeah, you know, like college teams and right. such. Yeah. But so nothing, who, nothing of the, you know. Who in the NFL is closest to Montana? I would say. That you that you guys would root for? Probably the Broncos. Okay. I, okay. I remember that the most. Now, I married a man from North Carolina. So okay. now I'm more, you know, now like I've adopted 
some you know teams. Okay, like the and, Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers. Okay, got it. And um, so, yeah, I'm I'm clearly don't know my sports. Okay, <laughs> like I I'm learning. I'm learning. And what's tough is that everything is a sports analogy for him. Yeah, yeah. He'll be like, okay, are we talking baseball right now? Is this football? Like, is this hockey? He's like, like I just got a touchdown this- in my career. So baseball. So I mean, I, like, I remember he used to go, okay, we got to move the sticks. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't know what that means. Okay, <laughs> like, are we talking like, like, what what is this? I don't understand. Right. It's a pinch hitter. I don't know. <laughs> like you got to teach me. So yeah, no, it's it's really fun. So I'm learning. I'm learning. And then of course, you know, Tennessee's got you know, the Titans. Yeah, yeah. That really that really does prove that uh, opposites attract for sure. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm oh, a total Western kid, and he's like <laughs> slow Southern drawl. Yeah. He's like, hi, you know. He doesn't talk like that. <laughs> that's it. In my mind, <laughs> that's, that's what he sounds like. All right, so you're you're single. What you drinking about? Yes. Which I feel like so many people uh, can relate to, just because it has. Never mind. Uh, when have you ever had a drink and not had a thought? Boom! Wow! Wow! Let's go deep. Mind blown. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah, that's very true. Because usually it it kind of just you know releases your inhibitions. Yeah. So you start thinking. You know, the beginning I start thinking happy thoughts, and then when you get too deep into it, and then it becomes the little turn. But like you know, your team just lost, or you might have yeah. know, lost some money in this. You're drinking about something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So when you when you sing this, what what are you drinking about? Ooh. Well, since I'm the narrator, uh, I, you know, I don't tend to drink unhappy. Usually when I'm drinking about something, it's usually for a lot like of celebratory. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we've been celebrating a lot. Good. So that's great. But yeah, no, this song is, it's like kind of, it's open to the, you know, open to the listener. What you drinking about, you know? In my case, in this song, I'm trying to get to find out what he's drinking about. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. that's, that's. Actually, a good idea, I'm not going to lie, is I, I kind of try to do the same thing, really not – I don't have the urge to drink when I'm sad about stuff. Yeah. You know, um, but – well, except for the political you know, environment we're in now. But, however, <laughs> sure. that being said, you know, you know, a lot of times I'm kind of in the same mindset where you drink to celebrate. You don't really yeah. drink to drown because drown your sorrows. Sure, sure. Um, so, you know, like talk more about that. Like what – so you – you really just drink to celebrate, and I'm not trying to like make us sound like no, alcoholics here. No, I just, I'm, I just, I mean, like, just honestly, you know, I mean, it can be a depressant, so you have yeah. to be really careful, yeah. you know. And I think that you have to know, you know, have to know the state of mind you're in, so you yes. know where you, you know, where you take yourself. That's really important, yeah, you know, with anything. Ob- absolutely. Yeah. Can we hear you uh, perform? What you're drinking about? Of course. Here it is, Stephanie Quayle performing live. What you drinking about? <laughs> Those tipsy heartbroken 
the new in Nashville podcast. Listen to Pixie weekdays from 3 to 7 p.m. on New Country 105.1 KNCI.